You're listening to, uh-oh, episode 31 of the More The Weight Loss podcast. I'm your host, Becca Brown. Today, we're talking about thoughts to think about your body on purpose. Welcome to the More Than Weight Loss podcast. I'm your host, Becca Brown. I'm a certified life coach and a certified nutrition coach, and I'm here to make your weight loss journey easier, more doable, because why not? This is the podcast to listen to if you're a mom trying to lose weight, and especially if your mom trying to lose weight and you've tried before in the past, and that's felt really hard. I'm gonna teach you what you need to know from both the physiological side of things and the mindset side of things. Let's do it together. Okay, let's jump into it. I try not to say the same things every week, but sometimes I do. Okay, what I wanna talk about for this podcast episode, and I'm gonna talk into the mic and I'm hoping, yeah, I think we're good. I think we have sound. Okay. So what I want to talk about is we're, rec- we're recording the podcast. Things are rolling off my desk. We're reporting, recording the podcast before I've decided formally on a title. So it's either going to be thoughts to think about your body. I have it on my whiteboard notes, thoughts to think about your body on purpose or affirmations that actually work. I want to start out by telling you a story. Okay. I have four, I have four babies. And when the last baby was born almost six years ago, we were living in Hawaii and I was very confused about the body that I was living in once that little, uh, darling joined our family. And I don't know why can someone tell me why in the bathroom that is attached to our bedroom, why they always have huge mirrors. Why do they always have huge mirrors? And I can remember getting out of the shower and standing in that mirror and just looking at my body and just thinking like, holy, this is, this is a disaster. I think that was my thought. This is a disaster. (laughs) And that felt terrible. Can you relate to this? That it felt terrible. And I was just like, oh, I'm probably like, we live in an, in an enlightened world, right? I'm probably supposed to like, I just gave birth. I'm amazing. I should probably stand naked in the mirror and say to myself, I'm a beautiful goddess. I'm a beautiful goddess, which is lovely, except I didn't believe it. Maybe it was true. <laughs> That's that part is arguable, but like, I didn't believe it at all. And so, you know, I had seen things online or wherever it was like, no, just chant these, um, affirmations to yourself and you really change your life. And I was like, okay, but I'm a beautiful goddess. I'm a beautiful goddess. It's not working for me. This is not my thing. It was just like, then I felt worse. Cause I was like, I can't even make affirmations work for me. I'm not a beautiful goddess. I'm a disaster brain. Didn't you just hear? We've already decided this is like a train wreck. It's a train wreck in body form in front of me. And so then I was, it just felt terrible. Like I said, but then also I had the added, and maybe you can relate to this. I had the added layer of like, okay, I hate my body but I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't hate my body. I should probably appreciate my body. Cause look, my body just gave me this baby, but I don't, I don't appreciate it, but I probably should. So then I got to feel like all of the, um, rejection that is like hating the body that you're in. Cause it's kind of hating, like it's hating a part of you. So I got to feel that no thanks, but I did it. But then I was layering on judgment for how I was feeling about my body. Listen, it was not my best time. It was terrible. It felt awful. And so I want to talk today, kind of a little, um, give you a little space here 
to operate because if, and I want to say, if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times, but I probably haven't said it a hundred times. So let me say it again, doing work to lose weight, to change your body so that you can love it is not, it's not the way it's not the thing. I promise you, because no matter what happens, if you don't practice loving your body, if you don't make the intentional choice of loving your body, well, your brain can always find something wrong with your body, especially in today's day and age of like social media and Photoshop and all of those things where so much of what we're seeing on those little computers that we carry in our back pocket is not reality, but we use that. Like our brain introduces that as reality and we will never measure up to that. Not if you lost every ounce that you wanted to, <laughs> like, I can tell you, I was on a call today and, um, one of my clients was like, but, but let me just like, you look amazing. This is not a brag. This is not a brag. But she was like, are, do you feel like you're in the best shape of your life? And I was like, yeah, I do, which is great. It's lovely. But is my body like <laughs> problem free? No. Are there still flaws that I see when I look in the mirror? Are there still things that I would change about my body? A thousand percent. Yes. A thousand percent. So if like, we think that we need to change like the, the number or the size, like the measurement or the pant size or whatever, so that we can love our body. That is not how it goes because no matter what, we will never be perfect, which thank goodness. Cause like, what if there was some perfect standard that we all would just like do some work to reach. And then we all just reached it. And then we all were all just the same. So boring. Right. Um, thankfully that's not the way it is. <laughs> Shoot <laughs> my train of thought. Hang on. It's coming back. Um, but so there's no, there's no like I said, number on the scale or measurement tape measure or number around your waist or whatever that will make you love your body. If you're not making, if you're not learning and practicing to do it now. Okay. All right. So what I'm saying is, and the added benefit of this is so great because number one, it just feels better. It just feels better to love ourself. It feels better. I obviously have had like a kind of up and down scenario with my body, with myself over the years, but I do, I can clearly see, and I've maybe not always, but often been able to see that like our bodies are such a gift. Like this is so amazing. And so it feels so amazing to love and appreciate your body because when, like I said earlier, whenever we don't, whenever we hate the body that we're living in, I mean, that is part of us. So there, there is that self-rejection, which is just so unpleasant. And unnecessary, not helpful, all the things. So, um, it's also really great because when we think amazing things about our body and when we choose to love it on purpose, guess what else we want to do? We want to take care of it. So then it's so much easier to get up, put on your tennis shoes and go out for a walk. It's so much easier to get that gym workout in. It's so much easier to plan the food and then follow the plan because we love our body not because it, there's something wrong with it. It needs to be punished and changed and then we can love it. No, that, that maybe that works, but if it works at all, it works for on a short period, short time period, short time frame. is the word I'm trying to say. It, it can't last. It doesn't last because at its core, it kind of feels terrible. So what I would suggest, like I said, if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times is choosing to love your body is amazing, helpful, and will 
help you be the version of you that you want to be kind of in all the ways. And so in support of that, I'm going to tell you, so I'm telling you this story, like when I tried affirmations, because it felt terrible to not love my body. And I thought the problem was with the body. It felt terrible to be in that body, but the bigger problem was absolutely the way that I was thinking and talking to myself and the rejection that I was participating in. So what I want to say to you is if you want to lose weight, one of the very best things you can do is start to think about yourself and your body in a more positive way, in a more loving, kind, caring, compassionate way. You can be your own friend. You can be your own best supporter. I promise you. If you think that your husband needs to say a certain thing about you or your body so you can feel good, you can be the one to say that. And it starts by taking a look at what you're thinking and starting to put like intentional thoughts in there. Okay. I'm going to turn over here and see what my notes say. Okay. So where I left off on the story was like, I hated my body. It was a disaster. And then I hated the fact that I hated my body. It just felt so not useful. Guess where I got to. I, so in the interest of like, that was a pretty negative place. And again, when I tried to chant, like light a candle and stand naked and chant, like I'm a beautiful goddess. I'm a beautiful goddess while looking in the mirror. That didn't work. That's super positive. That's like the, the jump between the two was just far too great. I couldn't get from one to the other. I just couldn't. And if I tried, then I gave up and I would stay stuck in that really negative space. So what we want to do is we want to start shifting things to a more like shifting things in the direction where we want to go. So for me, what I did was I practiced acceptance, acceptance of hating my body because I was layering on that negative emotion and I could just strip that away. I didn't need to judge myself for not loving myself. I could, what if I could just sit in this time period and just not really love my body? That felt better. It wasn't where I ended up. It wasn't like the goal. Like it wasn't like we've arrived. Yay. We're just going to hate our bodies for the rest of time and be okay with it. But it moved me closer to the positivity. Not, I wouldn't even, that's not even to neutral yet, but it's moving me in the right direction. And so then I, when I was there, I'm like, okay. And I sat in that and kind of was like, okay, I realize that I'm choosing it and it's okay that I'm choosing it. I also realized that it doesn't have to be this way forever. I can do the work and do the practice and get myself to where I do feel better about my body. And that was enough. And that was like, it's like, opens it up. It's like, let's strip away everything that's unnecessary. The judgment for hating my body was not necessary and it wasn't helpful. It wasn't moving me out of it. If anything, it was keeping me stuck in there. So let's, we can just toss that to the side. Yeah, I know. Like women's health and self magazine and cosmopolitan or whatever would tell me I should just love my body. That's great for them to say that. And I could love my body, but it, I don't have to. It's not should, like I'm not better. I'm not a better person if I love my body versus not loving my body. No, it's okay. This is where I'm at and it's okay. Acceptance for where I'm at. And that felt better. And then I started moving towards, this is what, this is my body. I have a body. Like it started out with like, I hate my body. And then I literally would stand in that same bathroom in that same mirror and say, okay, I have a body. 
I have a body. This is my body. I would also say things like, sometimes this is what a human stomach looks like. Sometimes this is what a human face looks like. And I would just be like, okay. And that was neutral, right? So that was moving me just like, oh, not I hate my body or I love my body. No, like I have my, I have my body. I have one. I'm kind of happy about that, but yeah, I have a body. And then I was able to move more towards positivity. I've ended up now where I'm like, uh, I'm so happy I have this body. My body's a gift. My body takes such great care of me and I take such great care of it. Like I'm in a very positive place. I wouldn't even necessarily say that I could stand in the mirror and be like, I'm a beautiful goddess. That's just not my thing. It's kind of still sounds a little strange to me, but I am in a very positive place about my body and it makes it great. Not because there's something special about me or my body. There is, but there's something special about you and your body too. But like, not because I've achieved something, but just like, no, I love my body so much. And the truth is, is I get one body. And I'm pretty glad that this is my body. And I'm pretty glad that I can do all the things that my body functions the way it does. And when I give it more food than it needs, it knows what to do with it. When I give it more sugar or cold cereal (laughs) than it needs, it knows what to do with it. And I can feed it really well and it operates great. And I can feed it not really that well. And it still operates pretty great. I love my body. I love it. And that like, that's not a stretch. That's not hard for me to say, because I was willing to kind of sit in the, in the muck of the, the messy middle of it. Right. And the same is possible for you. And so I want to give you, I want to suggest to you that there is different ways to think about your body. If right now, the way you think about your body just creates negative emotion. If you're not loving your body, if you're not, if you're hating it, if you kind of feel like it's a big problem to solve. And we do that by figuring out thoughts to think that feel at least a little bit true. I wrote down a couple. So like I said, I'm a beautiful goddess might not work, but maybe this body is good. Okay. I could see like, I'm, I'm all in on that for my body, but for you, maybe that doesn't work for you yet. That's okay. No, first of all, know that there's a space in your future where you can absolutely believe that a thousand percent which is kind of fun to think about. I just love that about like, let's not miss the point here. The fact that we can change our brains. It's amazing, right? So maybe you want to believe my body is good, but you don't yet. So then we can add words to the front or to the end of that sentence or both in order to make it believable enough for your brain to not reject it. Okay. So then you can stand in the mirror naked and chant something different, right? Maybe it's, it's possible. This body is good. Does that change it for you? Or this body is good in many ways. You see how it changes it. And what's really interesting is if we were having this conversation one-on-one and I, and we were going through these thoughts one by one. And I was asking you, okay, let's think this. Okay. You don't really believe that, but if you did believe it, you might feel love, a feeling of compassion, a feeling of gratitude, a feeling of something. Oftentimes, if we add on these words, the beginning or the end of the sentence to make it believable for our brain. So it changes the sentence enough. So our brain accepts it, but it still generates the same emotion. Cause let's say you, if you were to believe my body is good, you might feel love or gratitude. Let's do gratitude. You might feel grateful. Like, I just feel so grateful. I have this body or I would, but I can't believe that because my body's not good. And here's the reasons why, right? 
But if we add on, my body is good in many ways, then perhaps, and this has just been my experience in coaching people, perhaps the feeling that that generates is going to be exactly the same. Grateful, like gratitude, deep gratitude, right? And we've, so we've changed it. So your brain doesn't reject it, but it still does the job we want it to do because it makes you feel grateful or it makes you feel loving or good or happy or, you know, whatever the feeling is. Do you see that? It's, I think it's kind of a fun little hack. It's like, we can change the sentence in order to make it believable so that your brain doesn't reject it. And it can still do what we want the thought to do, which is create uh, an emotion I want to say positive, but it's, we don't always want to feel positive. What I would say is it can create an empowering emotion, the an emotion that drives our best action, an emotion that creates an experience that we really love to have that has us showing up in the world, doing the things, being the version of us that we want to be. Let me give you another example. Um, my body takes great care of me. Do you believe this? Is this your thought? <laughs> For sure, when I was like, this body is a disaster, I was not like, yeah, but it takes good care of me. No, I was just like, it's wrong in all the ways. But let's add something to be to the beginning. I can't wait to find all the ways that my body takes great care of me. That one's really great because it's a bit of like a task for your brain. You've given your brain something to figure out, which our brains, our brain loves to solve problems. And if we don't give it problems to solve or things to work out, it will try to find them on its own. Have you noticed this? Like if you're not being really intentional here, it's like, Oh, but what are we going to do about that husband of ours? Who's kind of selfish and rude, or what do we, those kids are never going to figure this out. Like they're never going to be good humans if, if they don't change their ways. Right. It'll just like cherry pick these problems. Like this is what we should obsess over. So interesting to notice that. Right. But if we add, that's a complete side note, which you've come to expect on these podcasts. Um, but we can add that. I can't wait to figure out all the ways in which my body takes great care of me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's I'm in, let's do it. Or you could say my body takes great care of me in many ways. That's the same as the other one, but like that one works because as you back up, you're like, oh, it actually does. As I was doing this work to like, okay, I hate my body and I shouldn't. And then we just found acceptance for that. Like, no, I hate my body and it's okay. I really started to be like, okay, but I'm actually really glad I have my body. You know, I mean, some people don't have two legs and two arms and some people don't have functioning legs and arms and some people, their bodies, um, couldn't keep up and they, they're not living anymore. Like, I'm actually really glad we're still here and I've got this body and wait, every time I tried Every time I try to go up the stairs, I don't think my body has ever once been like, nope, not today. Every time I say to my body, like, okay, go get a drink of water. My body's like, all right, all right, we're going to stand up and we're going to go do it. Every time I'm like, hey, so pick up the baby and then we're going to take him or her upstairs and change their diaper. It just did it. It did multiple things. And I didn't even, I didn't even like really give it one thought. And there's so many things that our bodies do for us that we just don't pay attention to, especially when we're paying attention to all the things that we think are wrong with our body, all the things that like are a disaster, what we're not seeing. It's like, it completely blocks out the other side, the other truth of it, the other half, the other side of the coin is just like, well, yeah, it may not look the way I want it to look, but actually 
this body's good and it takes great care of me and it does all the things I need it to do. And, oh, I'm so glad that it does that. And even like, if you think about this is getting, this is a little bit strange, but again, it's like when I fill it with food, that's like kind of suboptimal, <laughs> it still goes. And when I, um, and when I, like when I get sick and like my body needs to throw up, it just does it, which isn't that pleasant, except it is because what's the alternative? What if my body didn't do that? It's amazing, right? There's also this whole side of things. And I just um, saw this post on social media recently where it was like your body beats, your heart beats, blah, 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 blah. And you take breaths and you do all these things. And there's all of this functioning that's happening in the background that our life depends on, literally. Our life depends on it. And our bodies just do it without a thought, without like a standing ovation. <laughs> if I was doing some of those things, I'd be like, okay, family, stand up, give me an ovation. Like I'm amazing. But our bodies are doing so many of those things in the background. And for so long for me, and it might be true for you now, all I could do was just send hate and disconnection and just like disappointment in the direction of my body. It's all wrong, but it was doing so many things, which is really, really great to just kind of increase your awareness of that. Maybe you've been wrong. I was wrong. I thought that I, that there were so many things to hate about my body. And there were so many things that weren't the way I wanted them to be. But what far, far outnumbers that is the things that I love about my body, which I didn't notice when all I did was focus on what I hated. There are so many things that I actually love about my body and appreciate and I'm so like deeply, deeply grateful for. And the same might be true for you. This is starting to be less about thoughts that you can think on purpose. <clears throat> well, what I'm trying to make the point is, is that if you are convinced that your body is bad or wrong or not good enough or needs to change, I would challenge that. Your body's amazing. And it's doing all these things in the background. It's like, it's amazing. And knowing that may make it easier for you to find new thoughts to think on purpose with intention that will make it easier for you to create those, um, empowering emotions that make it like easy for you to get up and go for a walk or get dinner ready, like get a healthy dinner ready, or, um, honestly, or get ready for bed early or turn off the TV and, you know, go upstairs and read a book, like whatever it is that we can do to take care of ourselves, whatever it is that helps make it easy for us to be the versions of ourselves that we want to be in a year or five years or 10 years or 50 years or next week or next month or at the end of the summer or at Christmas time or new years, all of those things that is infinitely easier when we're thinking intentionally on purpose, more, um, helpful things about ourselves. So maybe it's not, I'm a beautiful goddess, but maybe it's like, my body is good or my body is good in so many ways my body takes great care of me. My body takes great care of me in many ways. Or um, what might you want to think? Like, I love my body. Maybe it's, I love my body or I love so many things about my body, or I look forward to the time when I can love my body fully. There's so many things that you could, I'm like shaking the table. There's so many things that you could think. And just like, um, 
I thought of this example and I'll just kind of end after I talk about this. I thought of this example of like, I do, I always, I only talk about either like toddlers or teenagers, (laughs) but I miss having toddlers and I definitely have teenagers. So that makes sense. But it's so easy to get caught up in this idea that like teenagers are awful or like this next generation or they're all just like dum-dums and like, it's not going well and they're crazy. But, and so, and so it's easy to think, um, gosh, like if your child does something, you're like, your teenager does something, you're like, boy, he's rotten. We messed up with this one. I don't know. I don't know who's been raising that child, but like wolves, obviously it's so easy to think these negative things just like really quick. Cause again, your body's trying to, your brain is trying to solve a problem and that child does something. And then your brain is like, oh yeah. It's cause they're rotten. It's cause they're awful. It's cause there's, they're terrible. But what that does is that makes it so hard for you to then go and have the great relationship that you want to have with your teenager. Right. Are you with me? <laughs> um, and it can be exactly the same way. So I wrote on my, in my notes, like, oh, maybe you have a situation. I don't know if it's this way in your house, but like we have two teenagers and then we have um, a 10 year old and a five-year-old to five-year-old almost six. And the 10 year old wants to be loved by the teenagers. She wants so deeply to be loved and appreciated and like, like um, included with the teenagers. And they just don't always like to do that. So I wrote down this scenario, like what if one of the teenagers tells the 10 year old to shut up at that point, my brain has a choice to make. And perhaps if I'm not managing things, I might think something like he's rotten or she's rotten. He's so mean. She's so mean. They're awful. He's awful. She's awful. Okay. Maybe except that makes me feel terrible. That makes me disconnect from that child. And so then it's harder for me to be the mom that I want to be in that situation. And in any situation that follows like kind of later on in the afternoon, what's so much more helpful and also very possible. I want to point out is that I could, I can be in charge of what I choose to think about my teenager. So maybe I'm thinking, um, she, or he just like me is a mix of really great things and kind of crummy things because that's true for me too. I can find now it would be so great if we could think like, Oh, we have the best teenagers. That teenager is amazing, but you're not going to think that after that, probably after they tell the 10 year old to shut up, but you can still think intentionally and make it easy for you to, um, connect with them and parent them and kind of exist in your life and in your family in a way that you really are happy to do. And they don't have to show up perfectly. This is the great news. They don't have to show up perfectly. When we realize that we can, we can manage our own brains and create the emotional experience that we want to have. The same is true for your body. I promise you, you might be thinking like, yeah, it would be better if I was a certain weight or I was wearing a certain size or I had certain body measurements or body composition. But that's just like the circumstance of it all. That's just neutral. That's just your kid saying, shut up to another kid. You get to choose what you think about it. So maybe we think the solution is to change the body weight so then we can think good things and feel great. Just like 
is the solution to get that child to stop saying shut up to the other child. And then we can feel good. Well, that would be fine. Except it's so hard to get teenagers to not do that. Obviously, if we could do that, we would do that. That's just tricky. And the trickiest part about it is then we're making it so that we can't feel good until we somehow convince the teenager to not say shut up. That's just like here, here, teenager, you can have control over my emotions. Good luck. You don't seem to be doing very well on your own, but here's mine. Take care of those two. We do the same thing with whatever measurement it is. It could be the scale or it could be other things, right? Those jeans, whatever size in our closet that either fit or don't fit. Are we giving our emotions away to the scale, to those jeans, to the tape measure that we pull tight around our waist? The truth is it doesn't matter what your weight is or size or whatever. You can always intentionally choose thoughts to think. <laughs> this is good, right? Thoughts to think that make it that make you feel the way you want to feel. Cause I promise you, it, it may seem really helpful to feel negatively about your body. And probably you'll think, Oh, that would motivate me to change, but it just doesn't work like that in practice. That's where, if it works at all, it's short-term, but oftentimes it doesn't even work at all because how hard is it to get up and go on that walk in the morning? It takes some effort, right? It's 10 times harder when you're coming from a place of like sadness or frustration or disappointment in your body, it, that's the layering on of emotions that it's just like, Oh wow. That's way harder. It's so much easier to create an empowering emotion. And then like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to get up and go for a walk. And then you'll do it. And you're like, Oh, that was kind of enjoyable. That wasn't so bad. That was doable, but it was doable. I would offer when we get to a place where we think a thought about our body that creates an empowering emotion. Are you with me? I really do. I say this every time. I wish it was a one-on-one conversation because I could be like reading your eyeballs if you were understanding me or not. If I'm getting the point across, just let me know if I'm getting the point across, okay? Just like wink twice if I'm getting the point across. I just want you to know that is absolutely possible for you to create a different experience and for you to choose and that you create a different experience when you are willing to find thoughts, like it can, it, it's not just whatever your brain serves up to you. You can go on like a little hunt. I've noticed my thoughts about my body aren't so great. What else can I think? What else can I believe? You can go on a hunt. You can find new things and you can practice and move ever so slightly more positive. Maybe you have to go from negative to less negative to neutral to a little bit positive to more positive to more positive and on and on and on. You can absolutely do this. Your brain is capable of changing in this way. So beautiful, right? Look at your body taking care of you right now. Okay. I love to chat. If you want to talk more about this, find me on Instagram. You can DM me at Becca Brown, the coach, or you can always email me. I read all my emails. Hello at Becca Brown.com. Um, and if you're struggling in this, this is what I'd say. I offer custom macro count calls where you come and I give you, I, I do some coaching and I give you the macro numbers that you can follow to, if you want to, um, try to lose weight and it's, those are just kind of a um, complimentary come try out coaching. If this is an area that you're like, yeah, I kind of hate my body. And I, I don't know about all that. I would love to think differently, but I don't know about all that. This is, this would be a good one. So reach out and we will schedule it. I don't have a ton of availability this summer, but we can um, squeeze you in. So message me and we'll talk soon.